If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. We're going to be talking about numbers. We're going to be talking about growing your sales because I'm here with a very awesome Sally Doyle of Absolute Business Solutions. So before we go any further, I just want to say hello, Sally, and welcome to the Double Your Sales Now show. Hi, Ursula. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have you. We're gonna, I know it's going to be a great conversation. Before we get there, though, I just want to thank all of our listeners all over the world. We love hearing from you. Thank you for your email messages. Thank you for connecting with us. We're glad you love the content. And if you haven't yet, please go to iTunes and leave us a review there. That helps others see that you appreciate the show and it helps them check us out as well so we can also help them grow their businesses. And if you haven't yet, definitely go to salescoachnow.com dot com forward slash gift. Again, that's salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. We have six secrets to doubling your sales. All right. You want to definitely grab that. It's a PDF. And if you're in the Minneapolis area on January 25th, we have a really, really cool event that's going to be happening. And it's going to be in the Twin Cities area. It's seven strategies to significantly increase your sales this year, especially if you want to go to six or seven figures. So definitely go to our website, salescoachnow.com. You can see all the information there or email me at Ursula at salescoachnow.com if you want to attend that event and come out and play. So again, it's for business owners. Maybe you're in the you know six figures and you want to go to seven figures or six figures and you want to go to multi-six figures. It's going to be on January 25th in the morning. It's a complimentary event. Find out how you can come for free. So reach out and we'll get you information on that. I also want to thank our sponsor. Again, we have WeMentor.com is our sponsor again today. And Nancy Meyer is the founder of WeMentor. And she asked these questions. She says, are you snuffing out creativity and opportunities for innovation because of how you are leading? Is your business running you? Is there a disconnect between you and those you employ? 
and or are you recovering from a major setback and need a new skill set to recover and rise from the experience with greater clarity, resilience, and a new perspective? If you answered yes to any of these questions, check out wementor.com and they will definitely help you grow your business. And also check out We Mentor Mondays with Nancy. Nancy Meyer has a podcast there for you to grow your business as well. So thank you again to our sponsor, wementor.com. With that, I'm excited to chat today with our guest, Sally Doyle. Let me tell you about Sally. So Sally Doyle is owner and principal at Absolute Business Solutions, which is a bookkeeping firm located in the Minneapolis-St. Paul metro area. Sally works one-on-one with entrepreneurs and business owners to make certain their financials are accurate so they can focus on what they are good at and what they enjoy. Sally is also a certified pro advisor and certified pure bookkeeping licensee. After working as a bookkeeper for over 20 years for other small businesses, Sally stepped out on her own in 2018 and founded Absolute Business Solutions. So you can see she's a new business owner, which is exciting to chat with her about. That's why I'm excited to chat with her today. As an entrepreneur herself, Sally is passionate about supporting growth-oriented entrepreneurs and business owners in their success by providing bookkeeping and advisory services. When she's not crunching numbers or advising clients, Sally loves long daily walks with Miss Daisy her golden doodle. I love it. On the weekend, she catches up with her grandson, her children, and the rest of her family. So with that, Sally, I'd love to just dive in. So if you could start by sharing a little bit about your story as an entrepreneur, why you launched your business in 2018, and if in the beginning you had any limiting beliefs about sales or selling. Let's start there. Well, I definitely had a limiting beliefs as I entered or decided to step out on my own. And that limiting belief was really quite simple. I'm not a salesperson. And, <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, it's common. I, I know that. So tell me a little bit about, in spite of that limiting belief, how did you still launch your business? And then how did you work on that limiting belief or work on shifting it? Ultimately, I had an opportunity when the business I worked for decided to sell. I knew it was my opportunity to step out on my own. And I wanted to be able to look back on my life and say, hey, you know, whatever, 30, 40 years from now and say, I'm really happy that I created my own business. And so I knew it was the time. But Mm -hmm. the thing about it was at that point, then I had to put in the action. And, but founding the company didn't make me a good salesperson. Getting coaching made me a good salesperson. So I just knew that I had to take those steps that kind of, so I was led to you, as you might recall, I saw you speak somewhere. And I just knew that I needed to take that next step and get some coaching. Mm -hmm. if I wanted my business to grow. Well, you were courageous to do that because I know we all know coaching is an investment and that can be a stretch in the beginning, especially, but you did it. And so I just want to congratulate you for that, Sally. And on the other side of that, on the other side of the coaching and sales camp, what did you learn about sales and selling that you can share with our listeners today? Like what was that shift for you? I think that the biggest shift for me is learning that it's not so much about selling as it is about building relationships. Mm -hmm. And if you build the relationships, then, you know, there's a few other steps in there, but overall, if you build the relationships, then the sales will come. 
Mm-hmm. And those relationships, they do show up. We have those conversations. What have you learned that do you think is really important about moving from the relationship to actually closing the sale? Because I think a lot of our listeners would agree. It's like, I can build relationships, but how do I convert that relationship into a paying client? I believe it might be called following up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you certainly teach that in your coaching. And you can't just call somebody one time. You have, may have to call them two, three, four, or five times. And most likely it is going to be five or more times to close the sale. So perseverance and following through are utmost importance. Mm-hmm. And so Sally, were there ever days when you thought, oh my gosh, I cannot call this person one more time or where fear or <laughs> limiting beliefs got in the way? And if so, what did you say to yourself to overcome that? I definitely had those moments. There's no question about it. I felt as if I was nagging the potential client. And so I had to go back to what I was taught through your coaching and say, nope, nope, I need to call one more time. Or I might reach out, actually. Obviously, I reached out and said, I had this problem. What's the solution? Well, the solution was call them again, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And so... I think that, again, it's perseverance. If I wanted to succeed and I knew I had to, I was getting the good coaching, so I needed to listen to what I was being told and follow through, make those phone calls and make them again and again and again. And Mm -hmm. you also made suggestions on when is the best time to make the phone calls. And so then I would follow through and make the phone calls certain days of the week, certain times of the week in order to increase the chance that I was going to actually reach somebody and be able to book a time to see them. What did you find were the best times to call for you? Well, what I find is that as a newer business owner, I had to remember to actually schedule those times. So sometimes I would find that, oh, I need to be calling people, but I was actually out networking or doing something else during those times. So sometimes for me, it was really about taking the step regardless of exactly when it was, but then Mm -hmm. honing in on those best times because then, you know, then my success rate increases, right? Mm -hmm. So definitely just learning to manage my calendar better Mm -hmm. so that I can utilize the best times for calling more effectively. Yeah. And it's important to remember for all of our listeners, you know, the best time is going to be for you might be different than somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people are calling on corporate clients. Well, you can get a CEO if you're calling at the C-level, sometimes at seven in the morning or seven at night, they're still sitting at their desk. The phone goes right through to them. And yeah. so it's just finding those times that, you know, work best in your industry. So here's what I'm curious about, Tally. When you finally got through, let's say you followed up more than five times, when you finally got through to some of your prospects after following up so many times, What were you most surprised about in terms of their response to you? Well, most of the time, they're still needing my services. Mm -hmm. But people are busy. Business owners are busy. And business owners have personal lives, too, that get in the way. Maybe they're moving their business. Maybe they're high season and they're so busy actually, you know, doing what they do. They can't take time. So when you call and reach out to them, the answer is almost always, Oh, I'm so glad you called. Right. Yeah. Or I was just thinking about you. Was there ever a time when you missed where you followed up and they found someone else because you didn't follow up fast enough? Did that ever happen? 
I actually have not had that experience in my field, but I have had the, you know, I have allowed people to, I didn't follow up enough. Okay. So I kind of quote unquote failed because I didn't follow up. And so then it got to be such a cold lead that I didn't ever pursue it. So in essence, Mm -hmm. I lost it. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that because we've all been there, right? And it's just encouraging for everyone to hear, like, people actually do want to hear from us, right? They are waiting for us. They talked to us in the first place because they had some interest. So that follow-up piece is so important. So thank you for expounding on that. And Sally, I want to talk about, like, the first time you doubled or the first time you had a really, really good month. And you don't have to share exact numbers, but was there a moment when you just felt like, oh, my gosh, it's really happening. My numbers are going up. And at that point, what did you believe about sales or being in business then? Well, of course, it totally changed my perspective on sales, but I doubled my sales for the first time really immediately followed the month following your sales coach now sales camp that I took for two days. That's awesome. And so that was really incredible for me. And that, well, it spoke millions to the idea that You make the phone calls. I guess I'm jumping around a little bit here, but what I want to say is that at the Sales Coach Now two-day sales camp, you had us make phone calls. I can tell you I did not want to make phone calls. (laughs) (laughs) But I knew, you know, I was like, okay, Sally, you're a big girl now. You need to make those phone calls because that was my commitment in participating in the camp. And so I did. And I immediately discovered that wasn't so hard. I also discovered that when I called these people who didn't know me, many of them, and they said, I was just looking for what you do, for someone who does what you do. And I got totally positive reception from these people that who I called. And then that then, of course, led to my doubling my sales. I didn't know it was that. I mean, I knew there was a moment. That's awesome to just recount that. Thank you for sharing it. And I know you're not the first one that didn't want to make the calls and also not the first one who was happy when it was over, but also had a breakthrough with that. So, you know, it's really amazing when we reach out and we realize that people do really want to hear from us. And at that point, it becomes more about how many people can I serve, you know, versus how many do I have to sell, right? That's sort of like we flip that on its head. It's so exciting. Thank you for sharing that. And so, you know, I think it takes, I don't think, I know it takes a lot, a lot of courage to be an entrepreneur. I was just having that conversation with another client about, you know, things don't always go the way we plan. Things don't always show up the way we thought they might. And yet when we keep going, we often find we're three feet from gold. Like on the other side of our fears, there's lots of opportunity. Mm -hmm. So Sally, when you look back at your, the last year and even before launching your own business, what's the number one limiting belief you had to change about yourself or what's possible for you in order to launch your own business? I think that some idea of it being really difficult, that it being hard, this is hard. Like you have to make phone calls. Mm. (laughs) You can't just put a sign up and people start knocking on your door or calling you for your services. So that part, I think that was definitely something that just the idea that it was difficult. Mm -hmm. But then once I realized it was about building relationships and that I actually enjoy building relationships and that it's about perseverance and I have the, you know, like internal fortitude, persevere and follow through, 
Mm-hmm. It just has become easier and easier, really, with each passing day. Oh, hashtag that. Easier and easier with each <laughs> passing day. I can feel like as people are listening to this, I can just feel the sigh of relief. Like, really, it can be easy. It can get easier and easier. And for all of our listeners, yes, especially when you move from feeling like I have to go out and sell to I'm serving, I'm helping, I'm building relationships. Sally, that is so powerful. Right. And I would just add to that, when I just brought it down to today, not Mm. the end of the month, not next month, not what happened last week, today, and I asked myself, what can I do today to move my business forward? It really, that's part of what makes it so easy. I can make a phone call. I can just make one phone call. Now, because that's naturally going to lead me to making two, three, four, five phone calls. It's just sometimes when you have a quote unquote bad day or a more difficult day, you can just, what can you do in this moment to move your business forward? And when you take that step, then all of a sudden you set the second and third steps easier. And then you get kind of out of a, a little slump. You might be having at any one time. That is such sage, sage advice. What can I do right now to move my business forward? Because I think for our listeners, like we all can get overwhelmed and just feel like we're drowning and there's so much to do. And there is, there's, it doesn't end, right? I have clients say, when does it end? It doesn't end. It's just a different level. Although the more support you get, the easier it can become in terms of what you're delegating. Then you're only focusing on what you want to do. So let's put that out there. But what can I do right now to grow my business? I love that. And I want to encourage everyone who's listening, like that's something you can do today, right? You can, after you're done listening with to this show, take a moment. What's one thing I can do today to move my business forward? If we all ask that question every day and stayed in action, mm-hmm. who knows where we'll go, right, Sally? Absolutely. So, I love the next question because this is one where I know our listeners really dig in. (laughs) They want to know. So Sally, what are the top two strategies that you used to significantly increase your sales in 2018? One, my preferred strategy now is definitely networking. I like to go out and build relationships, new relationships. And then, of course, you run into the people you've met along the way. So creating new relationships and building relationships. Then the second one would absolutely be following up. This is a must. I can't tell you how many people I've run into that never reach out to me. And they had an opportunity for a sale that they just let the ball drop. So follow up and send out an email, make a phone call, do a one-to-one with them, have coffee, just continue building relationships. So that's such so important, right? Because I know we all go to networking meetings, we exchange business cards, someone says, oh, I'm really interested in what you offer. And we say, oh, I'll call you. And we take that business card home and pretty soon a week has passed and there's dust on it, right? And so (laughs) I want to give everyone a little tip here. And I'm sure that this is something you already do. And then I want to talk to you, Sally, about networking. But in that moment, when you're at a networking event and someone says, oh, I'm interested in that moment, get your calendar out, right? Like yeah. set the appointment now so you don't have to chase someone and keep following up. Yeah, great. Like that's that, right? Yeah. Like, let's just do it now. Here's the thing, Sally. I think there's a lot of misinformation out there about networking. And I think people waste a lot of time networking. So I'd love to hear from you. Like, what are your top two or three pieces of advice when it comes to networking and building relationships that you found works really well for you? Well, I think that everybody... For example, I began by casting my net wide. 
So if there was a networking event, I went to it. And then that might lead to another one, to another one, et cetera. But after a while, you kind of real, you can kind of look at it broadly and say, well, you know what? These aren't necessarily my people. Or And so you bring it in then afterwards and have a more focused networking. The other thing that I just learned the other day that I thought, I think it's relatively new, but actually you can go to LinkedIn. It's, I want to say it's on LinkedIn. And you can okay. map a picture of somebody's business card and boom, you're connected on the spot. Hmm. And so you don't actually have to go through all the whole process of following up. And I really like your idea of one-to-one appointment immediately. Mm-hmm. Hmm, we'll have to check it out. Maybe it's with the LinkedIn app or something mm-hmm. that you get connected even faster. Yeah. And, you know, the, it's such a great point on more focused networking, because I know when I first started networking, I'm a creature of habit. So if something was comfortable, I just kept going and I didn't mm-hmm. think about it. But being it's the end of the year or the beginning of the year, as people are listening to this beginning of the new year, it's a great time to evaluate which networking groups are a good fit and which one you might not let go of. I'm a big believer in the rule of three. One direct referral group is nice. One association group is nice where it's like your peers and professionals who can refer business to you. And one sitting on a board of a nonprofit also can be phenomenal. One, because you get to give back and it's the organization you care about, but Mm -hmm. get on the boards and get more involved and become more visible. That can help with that focused networking. But I think it's really important, like you said, Sally, to make sure that whatever networking group you're in, the more focused you can become and ask yourself, you know, are ideal clients here? Yes or no? And that changes over time, right? I know you've really finessed who you're working with over the year. So get that clarity on who and where you should really be spending your time. Absolutely. Well, I want to make sure we get some of your expertise and you're a numbers person. You're an expert in bookkeeping. I'd love to hear two to three strategies that you recommend for your clients, especially, you know, as we're coming into a new year, you know, what should we be thinking about? What would you recommend? So I think I am a numbers person. That is true. But I'm also an entrepreneur. (laughs) So I understand what it takes to run a successful business because I'm living it and experiencing it. And at the end of the day, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we begin by wearing all these hats and trying to spin all the plates just to get, you know, doing whatever it takes to get started. But what I really recommend to business owners is embracing what you are good at and letting go of tasks that are not your strength, and you will see your profits increase. So, For example, I am not a website designer. I know there's all sorts of commercials that say, hey, you know, just do this. And in three clicks, you have a beautiful (laughs) website. (laughs) You could have a website, but, you know, it's not going to be a great website. So I hand that off to a website designer. Secondly, know your numbers. Mm. Profits and cash flow are not the same. And when you look at your numbers regularly, you can make informed and intelligent decisions that help your business grow. You know, those are kind of the Mm -hmm. strategies that I would recommend. for. Yeah. So let's dig in a little bit. So we have a lot of clients that come to us and, you know, some they're in earlier stages in business that, you know, might be at sales camp. And we talk about delegating. And of course, the first thing we hear is I don't have the money. I can't pay to delegate. I'm sure you've heard this from others, right? What's your best advice? Like how can people start small, build a bridge? Like what do you recommend there to your clients? Well, I recommend first looking at their numbers because oftentimes the way in which a business owner allocates their money 
is not necessarily the wisest way. They might be putting money because they want a physical presence, but maybe their numbers aren't really suggesting that they should have a fancy office right now. Maybe they need to kind of scale back. There are so many options out there now with all the different places where you can just rent a space temporarily or rent it, you know, as needed. You don't have to own your own space necessarily. That would depend on the business that you have. But there are certain things you can look at. What are you spending money on that isn't actually helping grow your business? And so that's why I offer a free consultation in the first place. Let's just look and have a general idea where your money is going, because chances are you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants and you aren't, you're just, oh, I got to do this. I've got to do that. No, look at your numbers and make decisions based on those numbers. Mm-hmm. What about someone who's scared to look at their numbers? I feel like it's, I liken letting someone look at numbers, like letting someone look in your closet, right? There can be fear around it. There can be shame. Let's face it. That is not my expertise. I mean, I understand my numbers, but I have to have a lot of support. I've always needed a lot of support in that area to just give me that information because I don't, you know, that's not my area of expertise, nor do I really want it to be, but I know enough to understand the numbers, but I didn't always, right? I had to learn. So what would you say to someone, Sally, who's feeling shame about their numbers or fear or like, I don't want someone to look at them. It's just a big mess. How would you encourage them? I would say that if you go to a book, trusted bookkeeper, they are not there to judge you. They're just to look at the numbers for what they are. And a good bookkeeper will then be able to also advise you. And so there is no shame. There is no judgment. They're just numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, we're here to help get you on track so you can have a successful business. You know, I what are the numbers now? 80% of small businesses fail? You know, within that, a few years. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's within a few years. And, I, you know, that percentage might not be 100% accurate today, but it's probably pretty close. And it has very much to do with people not knowing their numbers. So I'm sure we all get into business to be successful most of us get into business to grow. Mm-hmm. So there's just no shame in looking at your numbers and getting it right. And that's all I can recommend to people. Just no shame, no judgment. Yeah. Just grow. Thank you. Well, and you can tell just by the way you sound, and I know you, I mean, you are a trusted advisor. You really care about your clients and it's like a jigsaw puzzle. I know you're just there to serve and help them figure it out, which is a perfect segue, Sally. So if you, we have a listener who's like, oh my gosh, I would love to talk to Sally and see if she can help me. What do you have for our listeners? How could they connect with you? So, you know, the way I look at it is really what we were just talking about. Most business owners hate doing the books for their business. We don't. At Absolute Business Solutions, <laughs> we love crunching numbers for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Because we want you to be able to sleep soundly knowing every dollar in your business is 100% accounted for and that you're able to get back to what you're good at and enjoy. So what I do is I offer a financial health check valued at $350. We'll sit down with you for two hours. I can do it, of course, via Skype, you know, if you're not in the Twin Cities area. And we evaluate your current financials. And then we'll go ahead and provide you with steps to improve your cash flow so that you can see an increase in your profits. I love it. Thank you. What's the best way for them to reach out to you or connect with you to do that? 
You can either call us at 651-208-8151, or you can email me at sally at absolute-business-solutions.com. And that's also my website, absolute-businesssolutions.com. And is it okay for them to say they heard about you on the Double Your Sales Now show? Oh, absolutely. I'd love to know that. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, Sally, I want to thank you for being here today. And thank you for just being so authentic and sharing your wisdom and really supporting our listeners. So thank you so much. And we wish you a phenomenal 2019. Ursula, thank you for having me. I am very thankful for having participated in the Sales Coach Now two-day camp. And I'm also did the synchronized program, which I highly recommend to any of your listeners as well. And I wish you the best in 2019 too. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, it's been an honor to be on this journey with you. And we know our community helps other people in our community. So thank you again. We appreciate you. And I want to thank our listeners all over the world. Thank you for being with us. If you had an event coming up in 2019 and you want me to come out there and keynote, or maybe you have a need to get your sales team trained this year, I'd love to do that. You can email me directly at Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A at salescoachnow.com. Or if it's easier, because my first name is hard to spell sometimes, contact at salescoachnow.com works as well. It'll go to my team and then we'll get you with my speaker agent, Lynn, or someone else on the team to help you figure that out because I'd love to come out and support you. Also, if you haven't yet, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift to get our free PDF. And then we'll also be able to stay in touch with you throughout the year. Um, You'll stay on top of all of our podcasts and all of our events that are coming up and we'll let you know how we can connect with you and how we can support you. Again, I want to thank you. I want to encourage you to make this your most incredible year yet. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now. Now.